Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Unstuckers, Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what's up, Chell. What's up, Unstuckers? We are back for another January episode, getting your year started off right. Uh, so this week, we bring on a marketing and branding expert, Sharisa Olivas. And Olivas might sound familiar to longtime listeners of the Unstuck Institute. You go all the way back to episode six, you'll hear her father, Patrick Olivas, uh, talking about his business and his life and his words of wisdom. Well, now we've got our very first father-daughter duo. It is now officially a fucking family show. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, bleep that out, Josh. Come on. (laughs) Charissa is amazing. She's got a lot of words of wisdom for us, and she's only 23 years old. And as we learned, a zenial. Um, but maybe that's who we want to learn Instagram marketing from these days and TikTok and all that crap, right? So <laughs> Why not? I'm getting older. These things are sounding weirder and weirder. Kids today with their TikToks and their Tim Times. I don't know. <laughs> Says the guy who texted me and asked me a question about Instagram. Exactly. Talking boomers. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, you responded and it didn't work for me. So you don't even know. <laughs> We're way off topic. So what did you think of the interview, Chow? I think it was amazing. Um, she really dove deeply on how branding is so important and how branding is so much more than just a logo that you slap on a piece of paper. So if you guys are not really sure of where to start, this is the deep dive that you need. Absolutely. So instead of us talking about her, why don't we let her talk about her now, our interview with Sharisa Olivas. All right, welcome, Sharisa. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to get on here and talk to all your listeners about branding. Awesome. Well, let's start with uh, talking about yourself and your business, White Wolf Marketing. You want to tell our audience um, a little bit about yourself and how you became to be a marketing business owner? Uh, yeah, so my name is Sharisa. I'm the owner and founder of White Wolf Marketing. Uh, we started our company about four years ago, um, and we help businesses grow through digital marketing, brand development, and website development. Awesome. And, and uh, you know, our listeners may or may not be able to tell by the sound of your voice, but you're fairly young. How old are you, Sharisa? I'm 23. 23. Is that even in the millennial bracket anymore? Is that the next <laughs> I don't one? I don't think so. I think I'm the next one actually. You're the next one, whatever yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> so that means, yeah. that means you started your business at 19. What gave you that drive to do it so young? Yeah, so I was doing social media marketing for a few companies even before that. Um, when I was in college, I really liked to travel and I needed to find something I could do while I was, um, on my laptop across the world, something that was easy to do no matter where I was. And so I was doing social media for a few small businesses 
here in Albuquerque. And from there, it kind of developed to more of an agency after that. And I decided I needed to market myself. And so I had about three or four social media clients. And then I decided, you know, I can make this a business. And so I started marketing myself and started offering more of my services. I started doing website development. I was really into blogging as, as, as I was traveling. So I thought I would offer that to a few of my clients. And it just started from there. And then I started hiring people that are really good at what they do. And now I have website developers and graphic designers and we all kind of work together as the agency and provide a plethora of services to all of our clients now. That's awesome. So your company was born out of a need to be able to work from your laptop while traveling. I admire that. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, also, you know, this year in COVID times, a lot of people are trying to figure out how do they make money from their laptop because you can't go out and see people like you once could at some industries are totally dead right now. So um, I think that's that's very interesting to think about uh, just just in terms of starting a business. Like you want to travel, so you can't have like a brick and mortar shop tie you down in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You got to um, you got to have something that that you can take with you and something on a laptop in the Internet in 2020 is <laughs> definitely doable. Exactly. And it really worked out um, nicely for that few years that I was really traveling and then transitioning into these pandemic times. Um, and so my business hasn't changed much. Um, still everything from my laptop and doing everything that I did before. So it was a nice transition, I guess. That's rad. So this is, is this something you studied in college or are these like skills that you've kind of stacked on over time? Yeah, um, I actually studied marketing and psychology in college. Uh, I did start this business before I even started learning all of that. So I have been self-taught from the beginning. I've taught myself most of everything that I know. And then going through school, I was really able to apply myself and have real world experience. So it was nice going through college already having doing some of those things. Um, but my psychology major really brought in another approach to my marketing Oh, you're that. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was nice to have some extra knowledge um, throughout college to kind of help me throughout my already established career. All right, Sharisa. So it's the new year. People are uh, trying to get started in their uh, journey of 2021 and let's make it better than 2020. So, um, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. So, uh, in terms of, uh, we brought you on today to talk about branding. So in terms of uh, branding, if people are starting out or looking to refresh, what can you tell us? So branding goes a lot further than just your logo and your website and your social media presence. Um, branding is really the perception of your company and what consumers have in their heads and hearts about your about your company. And so it's really important now more than ever um, to have a strong brand presence there's a lot of websites out there. There's a lot of social media profiles out there. So how do you stand out amongst the rest? Um, so it's really essential to build your brand identity before you even start your online presence. And so that's what I'm going to go through today. You want to start with your why and your how and really have a good feeling about what you want to portray to your clients and your potential customers. Um, and if you start with your why, you want to look at, you know, 
why it's important to stand out and make a strong impression. Um, we're constantly bombarded with sales messages and advertisements from different companies left and right. You're scrolling through Facebook and you're thrown an advertisement every few squirrels. So you really want it to stand out amongst all of your audience. And so how do you do that? You really have to deep dive into the core values of your company. Um, and you do this before you're starting to build your brand, before you build your logo, before you build your website. Um, and so you really have to figure out what is your brand identity and how do you want to portray it? Um, and consistency is key. So some questions you might want to ask yourself before you're starting to build all of the graphics for your business is really what excites you about your company. What, what value do you bring to your clients? What excites you about what you do every single day? And really what's your vision statement? Really deep, dig deep down and see what your vision statement is and what your mission statement is. And what's your value proposition? What value do you bring to your clients? What value do you bring to your potential customers? What can you do to make a difference in their lives? And so then you want to go from what tone do you want to use? Do you want to be professional? Do you want to be personal? Do you want to be fun? I mean, you really want to portray that on your website and your logo and your social media. You want to be very consistent throughout. And so you kind of find that through what is your elevator pitch? How do you describe yourself and your business in 10 seconds? That's really what your brand is. How do you describe yourself? And these are all questions that I go through with my clients to really ask them to figure out how can we design the best logo for you? How do we design the best website for you? We really want to portray who you are online. And so we go from what is your tagline and how do you describe your business? What are three words that describe your business? What are five words to describe your target audience? What are five words to describe your target audience? So we really want to find out who you are and who you're targeting towards. So how do you help people who uh, can't answer that question? Like <laughs> if, if you say like, what are five words to describe your target audience? And you, and you go, I don't know. Like for me, like people who need their computer fixed. I don't have any other words. <laughs> Do you have like a way to coach people through identifying or to survey their audience or? Yeah, definitely. So we get a little bit deeper into your brand and who are your competitors? Who are, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Who do you really want to help in your business? And so you kind of get deeper into it by asking questions of where do you see your business going? What have you done so far in your career? Where do you see yourself making the most difference? Definitely. And would you say that that can change with time? Or is that something that you really need to solidify early on? I think brands are constantly evolving. Um, but that makes it even more important to really establish it from the beginning. You really want to set out who you're there to help, who your business is there for. And it always does change, but it's important to really solidify yourself before you start marketing yourself to the world. Because if you're not sure who you are and who your company is, then how are other people supposed to know who you are? Yeah, 100%. You also mentioned about being excited about your business. So back in December, we actually had someone who was talking about excitement. Like that's what stoked her enough to like climb Everest, literally climb Everest. So how do you kind of evoke that emotion out of clients, right? So like, is there, is there something that you are um, working with them towards to to find out about what really is their drive for this, right? Because you can say like, yes, this is my why, but like it comes when you actually see the smile on their face and like that emotion happening, right? 
Yeah. So, I mean, why do you go to work every day? Why do you do what you do? Um, there's a reason why you have that motivation and that persistence to create the company that you do. And we usually work with the founders of the company and they started that company for a reason. They put their life on the line for a reason. Um, there's a reason why you work nine to five or whether that's, you know, you wake up at 8 a.m. and work until 6 p.m. There's a reason why you wake up and do what you do. And in order to be an entrepreneur, in order to be a business owner, you have to be excited about what you do or that motivation, that persistence doesn't come along with it. And you're not going to have that constant motivation every single day. And that's where persistence comes in. And that's where the values come in and why you do what you do becomes very, very important. I think that was beautifully said. So what comes with like marketing, branding and everything behind that, right? So like we're out there on social media, multiple channels for multiple people. Is there a certain channel that you find has the best engagement or does it depend on what industry you're in or who your target market is? Yeah, so it entirely matters on who you are as a company and who your target market is. Um, you look at Instagram and that's really marketed towards millennials and you have marketing through pictures and through small videos and stories. And so that's a completely different demographic than, let's say, Facebook. Facebook is something where you can look at longer videos that range even to 10 minutes. And so you're looking at two completely different demographics when you look at Facebook and Instagram, as well as TikTok and Twitter, and there's different demographics for each. And for each business, you really want to focus on who your target demographic is. Um, if you are a service industry, let's say you are a computer repair company like Josh. Let's just say. <laughs> let's just say. <laughs> you aren't necessarily going to be on Instagram unless you really have a lot of photos to share about what you do behind your company. Um, I say Instagram is a really good platform for products that you're selling for, let's say, a salon or businesses that have a lot to share in regards of uh, graphics and images. And Facebook is more um, a collection of both Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, you see, is a platform that shares videos that range even from one minute all the way to 10 minutes, which is very different from Instagram. And you can really market anything from products to services on Facebook. And then you see a platform like TikTok where you have to have a lot of resources to create videos that are constantly going to be um, interactive and interesting to the, to the users where we see a lot of products being marketed. And you see Twitter where it's very text heavy, where you are able to express your business in text. So like political campaigns are great on Twitter. Um, a lot of service industries have a hard time marketing on Twitter, but if you have a lot to share, a lot of information through text, Twitter is the perfect um, platform for you. I think that's really helpful because I feel like people have a tendency of getting overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, I have to be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of this. I have to podcast. I have to blog. Like it's a lot and it can get really overwhelming quickly. So tell me if I'm wrong, but like choosing one and being really good at it is probably the best method. Yeah. Yes, it can get very overwhelming and people think that they have to be on every single platform, but that's just not true. You really have to deep dive into your brand and decide who's your target market and where are those people hanging out? Where's your target market looking? Are they looking on Facebook or are they looking on Instagram? Yeah, there's a reason I'm um, I'm on Facebook with my computer 
tech company, like older, older demographics and like, it's a service, not a product. Like, yeah, people who need their computer fixed stereotypically are Facebook users, not TikTok users. So <laughs> yeah. And it really gets down into like figuring out who is your user, who is your customer, and then going from there. And that's when it comes down to your brand. Who is your brand? Who are you targeting? And where can you find those people? Where are they hanging out at? Definitely. And I think to some extent, it's also utilizing the, the platform that you're on to its fullest extent, right? So like I was scrolling through Instagram today and I got like 10 reels videos from people I like don't really follow very often, but right now they are pushing reels like no other. I had to scroll for probably two or three minutes until I got to an image, like a static image. That's insane. <laughs> so keeping up with that can be really challenging as well, right? Yeah, keeping up with all the trends. I mean, the algorithm is constantly changing on both Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And just keeping up with all of it is sometimes most of the battle. That's what intimidates a lot of people. But it's important to realize it's about the content that you push out and who you're pushing it out to. Stay consistent with your brand. Give your users and lookers value. Give them value every single time you post and you will find success in social media. In terms of... Logo, website, all that kind of things. A lot of people think of brand as just the logo. And, and like you said, it's more than just that, but it is part of it. So what do you, what kind of advice, tips, tricks do you have for um, for either designing someone's first logo, if that's where they're at, or, or doing a refresh to make it more represent their company, their brand, their, their audience? Yeah, so like you said, your brand is more than just a logo, but it's your company identity. It's really what sets your company apart from competitors. Um, and so when you're designing your logo, you really want to sit down and figure out, you know, who you are as a company and what sets your company apart from competitors and how do you want to stand out? Um, and so when you look at logos, what's the first thing you usually notice? For me, it's usually the color of the logo. And even just something as small as color really evokes a lot of different emotions and that's something you really want to look into when starting your logo. Um, oftentimes, logos that are yellow represent optimism. Logos that have green in them are peaceful. And logos that are blue usually represent trust. Um, so you really want to look into what you're wanting to represent in your logo. And a fun fact is that one-third of the top 100 brands use blue in their logo. Um, and so there's a reason for that. There's a reason for the colors that they use and the styles that they use and the fonts that they use. And it's more, it's more important than just having a symbol on the bottom of your newsletter or a symbol on a Facebook post is really a symbol that represents your entire company as a whole. So how can you fit that into colors and fonts and designs? You really want to think about who your company is and how you can fit that into a single symbol. We need to redesign the Unstuck Institute logo. It's all blue now. <laughs> it's funny, as as you said that, I, I'm looking at all the open tabs and bookmarks on my screen right above, looking at you on my computer right here. I'm like, there is a lot of blue in all these little symbols. <laughs> yeah. Like, overwhelming. Like, I think by far the, the most overwhelming is is white. Like a lot of people like the white space, but then other than the white background or whatever, 
it's blue. <laughs> yeah, and blue really represents dependability and strength. And you see companies like Dell and Lowe's and HP and Oreo and Facebook and Oral-B that have blue in their logos. And they also have white in their logos. So there's something to be said for that. But not the Unstuck Institute, not JBIT Tech, not Wellness Kachina, not Podcast Startup Course, <laughs> none of our logos. <laughs> oh, well, we're not dependable, I suppose. <laughs> That's a lot of that uh, psychology major coming out in knowing all those colors and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And in your podcast logo, you have purple and that represents creativity and being imaginative and being wise. And that's what you see in Yahoo and different brands. So it's it depends on who you're really trying to have as your customer. You can have I'm not saying to use blue because that represents the best companies, but you really have to figure out who, <laughs> who your customer is. <laughs> Well, I'm glad uh, you you hit the nail on the head with why we chose purple for our logo. It was all about that being wise and creative. It had nothing to do with, it was a partnership between my company and Chell's company. Hers is purple and mine is green. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing like that. Not, that's not how we decided colors. It was all psychology-based. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So speaking of psychology based, as we wrap up here, is there is there anything you as a marketer who has a psychology major, like what's one big tip that not everyone is thinking of when they're thinking, how do I get my message out there that only a psychology major would know? It's important to put yourself in the shoes of the reader, whether you're pushing out a blog, whether you're posting out a social media post or whether it's an advertisement. Put yourself in the shoes of the reader. Put yourself in your shoes when you're scrolling through Facebook and you see the hundredth ad. What's going to catch your eye? What's going to make you say, oh, I'm interested in that or that pertains to me or whatever it may be. Put yourself in those shoes and really try to be on the other side of the consumer. Sometimes in a business, you want to throw out all of the knowledge that you have. You want to throw out terms that maybe they don't use. You want to kind of throw out as much knowledge as you can to show them, hey, I know what I'm talking about. But sometimes that's not the best approach. You want to be in their shoes and say, oh, that's that's interesting. What can I learn more about that? And sometimes it's just keep, about keeping it simple. You want to keep it simple and to the point. You don't want to overwhelm the consumer. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it simple. Practice some empathy to get in their shoes. And maybe you can catch their eye. Well, Sharice, are you ready for our three questions? Sure, I'm always ready. Three questions. What's your bucket list travel destination? Ooh, I'd have to say the Maldives. The water is just so beautiful there, and it's a place I've never been before. Anywhere with water and sun, I would definitely take a vacation there. Solid. I want to reframe that question because we have such a seasoned traveler here. Um, what would be your favorite destination you've already been to? That's a hard question. I've been to 33 countries now. Holy shit. And I have to say every single one brought something different. But the Philippines were the most beautiful waters and scenery that I've ever seen in my life. And it was relatively untouched. Um, the culture there is really beautiful and 
there's just nothing bad about it. Everything is just amazing over there. All right. Question number two. If you could choose, what would be your last meal? I would have to go with spaghetti and garlic bread. You can never go wrong. I love spaghetti. I love all things carbs. So Nice. (laughs) And last but not least, what is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? I'd have to say working out. I love CrossFit. I love running. I love keeping my mind fresh and doing things that, you know, don't have anything to do with work. I like getting my mind released of all of the stresses and working out is usually how I do that. Awesome. I was totally expecting you to say travel there, but. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a very expensive hobby, I've realized. (laughs) It's true. true. It sure doesn't make you money. It costs money. No, it costs a lot of money. All right, Cherie, so where can people find you if they're interested in learning more about you or connecting with you? Every day we post marketing and branding tips on our Instagram at wwolfmarketing. And our website, we're constantly posting blogs that can help you start your business and help keep marketing in your mind. Our website is wwolfmarketing.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here, Sharissa. Thanks for having me. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by my very own podcast startup course. Are you ready to make your voice heard? Not sure if your podcast idea will fly? Well, log in to podcaststartupcourse.com slash free course now to take a free mini course on idea validation and find out if your idea will work. That's podcaststartupcourse.com slash free course. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to help keep yourself on track to be more productive in your daily life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute lifebook. It's time for a recap. One, start with your why and how. Two, consistency is key. Three, describe yourself in 10 seconds. That's your pitch. Four, choose your social platform based off your target demographic. Five, put yourself in the shoes of the reader. And that's a wrap on episode 106. That's a lot of episodes. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Go back to episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh and myself. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a lot. If you leave us a five-star written review, you'll be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorming coaching sesh with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, Go to our website, unstuck.institute. And go back to episode six if you'd like to hear Sharice's father, Patrick, tell us about his life, his business, and good old-fashioned advice. Talk to you next week when we'll be talking about DIY Lunch and Learns. Hello, Penny. (laughs) (laughs) First tip of the new year, you need a guard dog.